My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. Today, the genre jar has returned. We have we are back with our patented, it's not patented, but our jar of <laughs> genres that we have selected one from. So today we will be talking about our personal favorite food-related dramas. However, before we do that, we are going to talk about what's coming up in July that we're all looking forward to watching. All right, what about you, Amanda? I don't know. I There's so much. Like, when I started going through things, like, there's so many things coming July out. July is heavy. I, it's a heavy <laughs> month. I mean, obviously, um, Netflix finally announced second season of My First First Love, so yes. obviously I'm going to watch that because... Jisoo and also the ending of the first quotation mark season was like you're already in it you gotta yeah too much to give up now you know it's not really like watching a new show it's like okay so I've watched half of a show I need to watch the other half (laughs) I put it off for a while and now I'm coming back to it (laughs) (laughs) right so I'm definitely gonna watch that um I don't know how interested I am in uh when the devil calls your name but they posted those pictures of his hair today, and I'm just like, I, I, now I want to watch it just because his hair looks it's so glorious. Good. It's glorious. It looks it just yeah. so long and luxurious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know anything about this one, but I just saw a thing for The Great Show today, um, and it's adult siblings. So I'm like, when that starts to come out more, maybe. It says with a comedic touch, so I'm like, eh. Maybe, but maybe, like, I was really excited for that liver or die because I like adult siblings. And then it was horrible. So they were not nice siblings, and I didn't like watching and, them together. So, like, and, like, when, when they say in a K-drama with a comedic touch, that can go <laughs> so many ways. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't know. It could be not funny at all. They could have just, like, I, not said anything, and it'd be fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd just right. be at the same level. But it's like, I I just remember watching Through the Grapevine where they had classified it as a romantic comedy. (laughs) That show is not a romantic comedy. So I I do not trust any of these things anymore. There's one coming out called Endless Love. Again, I don't know how interested I am in seeing it. It's a Thai drama, but it's got Lee Thanet in it. And I love Lee Thanet. So I'll watch him read phone books probably because he's cute so he's just adorable and fingers crossed there's subs gmm tv is it's on their um 25 or whatever ch- the channel is so like it's not their their teen channel so subs become somewhat erratic mm-hmm. but he's fairly popular so maybe and the wolf my sister and i have been looking forward to watching the wolf it's a sea drama coming out I don't know why we're looking forward to this one in particular, but we saw things for it like a year ago and we were like, oh, that looks so good. And then like, it never came out and coming out apparently this month. So I'll at least hopefully get an opportunity to check that out between Vicky and Hot Pot. Maybe, maybe. I always forget about Hot Pot. Yeah, me too. But I was just like, I there was something else that came out today that I was like, oh, Vicky doesn't have that. I wonder if Hot Pot has it. They don't. Okay, well. 
but I went on both websites and like requested it. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> no, I'd like to watch this. I don't know if anybody else wants to watch it, but I do. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out that looks good. Some J dramas that sound interesting and they'll probably never one. get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? Although some of these ones have like the posters on them look brighter so they they kind of look more like the kinds of posters that like Vicky seems to get those J-dramas that's true <laughs> like they don't go for the dark ones but like no. oh does it have bright colors is it a cute one is okay. it a comedy <laughs> cool yeah. so like there's one called babysitter gin and it looks like it's kind of like a weird looking Mary Poppins poster so I'm like yeah but like the kid in the background looks like it's an adult dressed like a kid so like I, I don't know what's going on there but um, <laughs> you know might be interesting if subs become available and the other one was um soaking wet private detective something something she travels back in time whenever she becomes soaking wet and she has a detective agency that she runs out of like a hotel room in a hotel that I think is like going under or something. And I'm like, okay, that combination just sounds delightful. It's probably going to be great. <laughs> J-Domas are really good at doing a weird premise. And then it just like becomes like the greatest, cutest thing that you've ever seen. If that, and it, again, concept and title and poster, it looks like the kind of thing you could see Vicky getting. So I might go hang out on the Vicky, uh, like, request page and put yeah. a bunch of titles in and say, like, you know, maybe. I need to get better with that. Just, like, request any J-drama that I see. Just keep it up. Yeah. Just make it a personal mission. To just get more. And there's two, like, nerdy video game ones coming out that maybe, I don't know, they're both C-dramas, and one is Go Go Squid about, like, an anime cosplayer and an e-games superstar, which, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like it would be cute, so, and kind of nerdy fun, I don't know, and the other one is The King's Avatar, and it's, it kind of looks like it's got that thing going on, like, Levo 2 had, or Ahambra had, where there's, like, doing real life and video game stuff and like mm -hmm. what's going on in some like video game world as well as what's going on here. And I liked both of those concepts anyway. So I might give that one a check if it shows up somewhere. Talia's having a bit of an issue. She's got someone got working on her. Mowers. I got people yeah. working on my roof. I got lawnmowers. In the so neighborhood. there's going to be a lot of ambiance. And <laughs> Natalia's house in this episode, so she can actually like talk to us. <laughs> yes, I will try to uh, minimize. But if you hear some weird noises, uh, when I'm like talking. ASMR, like yeah. <laughs> sound of lawnmower. I don't know if you can hear it right now, but it's like. I mean, it's a nice hum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does that thing where you get, it gets closer to you, and then it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a little apology in advance like literally it was nice and quiet and then as soon as we started recording it was like time to fire up the old or <laughs> your neighbor was like Natalia, it's recording let's go needs, needs quiet he wants to be in the podcast that's what it is and his like little subtle a single neighbor like 
and he just he mows so much. He just he mows so much. Uh, back to what we're talking about, Jesse. What are you looking forward to? So I'm really looking forward to Love Affairs in the Afternoon. I actually watched half of the J drama on Vicky before Vicky took it away, so I didn't get to finish it. But I really like. Uh, oh, I didn't pre-plan and get his name. Um, I always mess it up. Yang So mm, from yep. Running Man. Yes, from Running Man and a bunch of other things. Um, I just really enjoy him, so it's nice to see him in a lead, you know, acting position. And I enjoy the story, the Japanese drama, so I'm hoping that the K-drama kind of gets as good as that one. I don't know. We'll see. Also, I don't know who's subbing it at this point. It's a Channel A show, so it could be up in the air who's going to be subbing it. I am... I don't know if anybody else is, but I am um, excited to just, uh, at least watch the first episode of Hotel Del Luna. Because oh, I yeah, think it's going to yeah. be, like, oh, yes, interesting yes, and yes, kind yes, of, yes. like, creepy, but, like, in a weird, creepy way. So I think it's going to be a fun show to watch. It's got no our little babies in it. Right it's got now. little babies in it. We've talked about both of them on the on the podcast. Yeah, the, the, the cast is, little, is looking really good. And so yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that that's going to be something that's fun. I also don't know, is Netflix picking that up? Because I know it's the in the gap between the part two of Arth Doll oh. and yeah. part three. And since and it, it seems to be like show. all of those <laughs> are going I, on Netflix. It feels like the kind of thing Netflix snaps up. Like Which is like, like I just want them, if they do have it, can we please give it to me, like, when it's airing? Not, like, oh. right now, I can't watch it on spring night because there's, it's still not up on our Netflix. Really? Yeah. Still, That's strange. It's, we it's still don't Canadian. have a bis Yeah, we so. don't have a bis, but we have one spring night. That It's just, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's nonsensical. It doesn't make It doesn't sense. even have, you know, like, sometimes when you look it up, you, you can, like, go to it, and it will say when it's going to premiere or when it's going to be releasing new, like, it'll have that date. It doesn't even have that. It's just that black kind of grayish yeah. background with the like title and that's it. Like there might be like a a little trailer for it, but there's nothing to indicate when it's even going to like show up. I hate that. Like I don't understand why we can't all get everything or like give everybody nothing. Like but this some of us get even it. Even if we're not going to get everything together, like at least say, like have, give me a date. If you're going to put it up on your site, just give me a date. Like don't even let me allow, allow me to search it if you're not going to put it up. Right. Or like, you know, um, what is it, Aid that just uh, premiered a couple weeks ago or like last week? That wasn't on Netflix. They literally posted it when they announced like the day before that they were, it was going on Netflix. That's when it yeah. showed up on Netflix. You couldn't even like search it you know, and find people it we're seeing like and people were like oh aids on netflix and i was like what it is what like oh okay just say something like just tell me like it's just it's annoying yeah. and i don't like it but i also don't it. understand like if if it's like a licensing thing sure but if it's like a netflix original why like a lot of these shows are being like you know netflix original because <laughs> netflix you know help pay for the production or whatever like why can't they all go up at the same time like it can't be like a licensing issue they own the licensing you know what I mean like I don't know get it I'm also looking forward to Watcher which has uh the kid from the robot show it's also an OCN show that is going to be on Vicky which is shocking but Maybe yeah. finally, here we are. Uh, I haven't really watched any of the, the clips or anything from that, so it, it's kind of like 
up in the air, but it kind of looks like a kind of darker crime show, which I'm excited for, especially to see how he does in that kind of genre. So I really liked him in Are You Human? I think he did a really great job acting. So I'm, I'm excited to see him do that. Uh, there's also Level Up, which is the Sung Hoon yes. drama comedy. Yes. That I'm Sung interested in. Sung Hoon! I mean, we all just love him. Let's see, what else? Uh, first, first love, also, I'm going to be watching. I'm interested to see Moment of 18, just because I think that might be like a cute coming of age kind of rom-com. Mellow is my nature kind of seems interesting. I just don't know if I'll like it because I haven't seen much about it, but it it might be something that I kind of look forward to. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's, I mean, like, I think I have listed like 11 K-dramas premiering this month. It's a jam-packed month. Yeah, yeah there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going down this month. And that's like not even like looking at like the J dramas and the C dramas and the Thai dramas and the like yeah. The, yeah. liking multiple different types is like a real it's, problem. It's hard. This this multi fandom life that we have it's really hard. <laughs> it's a it's a rough go if you want to like do anything in your spare time. Yeah. <laughs> uh that seems overrated. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. Well for me, uh the dulcet tones of the lawnmower. I'm definitely looking forward to those. But besides that, uh, I'm also looking really forward to Hotel Del Luna. I just love them and level up because I love Sun Hoon and Watcher. Uh, I'm also really interested in uh, Designated Survivor. Um, Designated Survivor is one of the few American shows that I actually watch and really enjoy. And I don't know why because, like, it's not really, like, Kiefer Sutherland and Zizai Hizai. But it does have Maggie Q in it and she's awesome. But anyway, this one looks good. Like, it looks really well done. So I'm pretty excited. And uh, I'm also excited for Class of Lies. I actually know absolutely nothing about it, but I really like his face. So... (laughs) I am going to watch it because, that's, you know, I'm I'm easy to please that way. And then uh, finally, uh, Flower Crew, Jose on Marriage Agency looks like a fun time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm trying to like sort of, I know, this is gonna, I'm going to say something really crazy. I'm trying to like narrow down the stuff that I plan on watching because it's getting out of control and I shouldn't be. <laughs> every once in a while I don't know when we look at like what's coming up and it's like oh I'm gonna watch this and this and this and you're like wait I'm already watching 10 things yeah. and they're not like over yet <laughs> like, and then yeah. you also can't watch anything like old like once you start watching something old yeah. you're like I don't have the time for this and then yeah, yeah. but you do but, it anyway because because you, I don't know it's the it, heart wants what the heart wants you know <laughs> it's not a smart decision but here we are <laughs> here we are what about uh, you, Sky? What are you looking forward to? Rookie historian, Gu Hei Rung. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, shocker. Yeah. I know everyone, is, <laughs> though my timeline is absolutely chock full of anything having to do with this show. I think it's going to be pretty funny, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. The little teaser that came out yesterday. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be a serious thing whatsoever. No, it doesn't I, look like I, it. I do think it'll be a little bit, a take on gender roles a little bit different, so that'll be nice, but I do think it'll be mostly silly. But I, those are the types of Seguks I can handle. Yeah. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I can't do serious ones, but as far as the ones that I easily stick with, it's the lighter ones. Those are the ones that I can handle better. I guess because I just politics, I can only handle so much of. Hotel de Luna. I ever since they did casting stuff for that, I, I've been pretty oh, yeah. for it. Level Up looks interesting. I, I think it'll be cute to watch, but it'll, it'll probably be one of those that I'll end up getting behind on and then have to binge at some point. Just as I can see that. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of stuff. 18 moments. Ong, he's he's a cutie. And then, of course, Moonbin is playing a side character in that. So. And he's so cute. <laughs> yeah, so I don't watch it. it. And there's actually really big names. Like, even aside from the younger characters, I think even the older ones. Like, it's pretty much anybody. It's every everybody and anybody is kind of in this show. So yeah. it's worth at least a look for most people. Arth doll, I, I, I'm in it to win it. So whenever hmm. each time oh, I am come open. I am into that so hard. <laughs> yeah. So hard. That's yeah. All. I mean I was I was already interested the first however many episodes, but at the at the close of season one it's like, well, now now I'm stuck. I gotta watch the rest of it. So mm-hmm. that's that's mostly for me. I'm sure there'll be like Watcher, for instance, it looks pretty dark, but I'll probably at least give it an episode or two chance to see how he's acting in it and stuff. And yeah, I'm sure I'll wind up watching all types of things. I'm not I'm not done with near the amount I should be with current watching. So no, I've just accepted it. It's fine. No guilt. It's whatever. It's no. a hobby. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah. As long as it doesn't like affect your like existence like in any negative way who cares how much time we spend watching these yeah they make us happy and they they allow us to have these this lovely friendship that the four of us have formed yeah. so i'm cool there with you it. go yeah, it doesn't matter how much or how little like you could be only watching like one show a month and that's still right. acceptable well, and like, fine perfect and it, it doesn't matter if your rate of watching changes for like if for a month you just don't even watch any it's cool mm. It's fine. If you're yeah. happy with your life, if you're so now you're reading or you're going outside and getting sunshine, it happens. Some people <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's okay. Like personally, uh, nah, bra. But like you do, you we are, we are a judgment-free zone. <laughs> like my calendar today when I tried to put a beach day in with my friends, and they were like, "No, no, it's Natalie's birthday. You've already got things." on the calendar and it was like I don't actually what do you have on the calendar for my birthday like we, we, we it's go like, on your Italian birthday but it's like <laughs> listed as like all day so then when I talk <laughs> something in the calendar it's like you have a conflicting event and I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you only get to do one yeah, <laughs> I can choose happy birthday on Twitter will take all day the, will be all right. the adulation must come to me <laughs> yeah go on your beach day it's fine <laughs> genre jar time oh so. you think it's time for the jar time <laughs> we need like a jingle a genre jar genre jar genre jar we talk about the genres it's a genre jar <laughs> Um, <laughs> so this week we uh, we mixed it up. So the last time we did the genre jar, we just uh, you know picked ourselves. But this week we selected four and then let people on Twitter vote on what one they wanted our hot takes on. So they decided they want to know which food-based dramas we are into. Mm. Well, this is a tr- this is a tricky one. This was a tricky yeah. one. 
Maybe some of us will have some controversial opinions. Who knows? Uh, Those controversial food opinions right there. Food opinions. I mean, well, Natalia and I are vegan, so obviously we're controversial because of the world. (laughs) Yeah, right. But, uh... No, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what people are what people are into. Uh, who wants to go first? Last time we started with Amanda, so how about we go the opposite end? Oh, start with Scott. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I go first. No, on the spot. She was not. Uh, she was. Not I go first that. for something. Usually, I have like three people's worth of preparation in my brain to like. <laughs> not today. Scott. No, not switching today. it up. I'm actually gonna go with a Taiwanese drama for this. I I have not watched any K-dramas that are food-centric that I could tell, really. I mean, other than in passing, and that's not worth mentioning. Love Cuisine was one of the first dramas I actually watched on Netflix. And I don't even remember how many episodes. Probably a lot. Probably 30 or more. It's at a cooking school, and Lego Lee is in it. And I fell in love with him pretty fast because his character was a jerk. And then he was nice after that. And so it was cool. But I was fascinated by food-wise, they would talk about Western food along with Asian food. And since I actually haven't been exposed to a lot of that culture in life at all, it was an interesting way of learning about stuff. Like, it felt super educational, though it was essentially a rom-com school drama. But it was really cool. I actually I, I really enjoyed it. It was I think it's still on Netflix, so it's an easy grab for anybody. It takes a bit to watch, but it got me hooked on dramas, so like I think pretty darn highly of it. So and the the kids in it, some of them are kind of more rough around the edges, some of them are the very privileged type. Um, but over time, teamwork and finding their passion for food, and then of course you get some romances there, and there's a lot of side characters, and you end up liking them all, and you don't want them to graduate, that type of thing. So it was cute, teachers well, with, saving their students type stuff. With, with a title like Love Cuisine, I, I would hope there would be some romance, or else so misleading. Oh, it's a romance because of the food. Oh, sexy. Mm. I'm I'm not sure about the the female lead character is kind of frustrating at times, but like that's mm. unfortunate. Mm. But as far as since it was my first drama, it's not like I had much to compare it to. So I was just mm. just kind of have to go with the flow at that point. But probably if I went back and watched it now, I'd maybe be a little bit more frustrated. There is some noble idiocy going on with the show as well. But again, hey. since it was like my <laughs> take on that, I, I was pretty frustrated because I didn't know that was like a thing. Hey. I, I was hopping hey. mad that she was going somewhere for like a year. Dagnabbit. <laughs> <laughs> to find herself and I'm like oh it's a trope oh. okay <laughs> oh wait this happens every other drama oh, never mind time. never mind <laughs> this is a common thing okay that's why that's why she did it because they do that and since then I, I've seen a lot of the uh, side character actors who were the kids in a lot of other things usually not as main lead actors but it's nice to see them pop up in like an office show or whatever so it, it it's been fun to I feel like I saw him grow up, even though, of course, I didn't. It's just the way. <laughs> but the food looked really good, too. I, it made me want to go cook more. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's the sign of a good food drama. If you're hungry or yeah. if you want to look up recipes. I want to say they went to a farm and, like, showed how they make soy sauce. 
like process of it they would go to a different farm for like a a different type of vegetable and it would be vegetables that i hadn't seen because i was unfamiliar with the specific asian type vegetables that they were growing so yeah they would go to the markets and they would talk about different processes with stuff and they make some of it really funny but like i actually felt like i was getting schooled in stuff i had no idea about so it was pretty neat that's cool well 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 i guess it's me since i'm Next. Uh, so mine is the, is a bit of a controversial on several fronts. Uh, one, because I know that someone in this podcast does not like this show. And yeah. the other way that I know it is because some could argue this is not a food drama. However, my decision for my favorite uh, food-related drama would be Oh My Ghostess. I really enjoy okay. it. It takes place. I really personally like it. So the people out there are like, oh, my ghost, isn't that about a, a girl who gets possessed by a ghost and they both want to have sex with the main dude? You're yes. That is, that is the plot of Oh, My Ghost. However, the main dude is a chef and they do work in a kitchen. And a lot of the romantic stuff takes place while cooking. So I would argue that it is technically a cooking drama because they spend yeah. an awful long time mm-hmm. doing kitcheny stuff, and mm-hmm. most of most of the show takes place in their restaurant. And the food, you know, it's nothing I would eat because, as Jesse said, um, we're both vegan. But uh, it looked good, like it looked well made, delicious. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, I could go for some pasta right now. And then she has her little cute little blog where she blogs about the food that she makes. and But then they abandon that plot pretty quick. However, the, the show... That is too, right? Like the ghost girl. Yeah, she, she works at a they, they restaurant. Like a, a, like a Doc Baki restaurant or something yeah. like that. And they do show that, too, because it's a very, yeah. like, central part of her being. There's a lot of restaurants. Yeah, there's a lot of restaurants going down in, oh, my, a lot of cooking, a lot of restaurants. A lot they of go to the uh, market a couple yeah, times, too, food, so. Yeah. And uh, I personally am, like, a big fan of the show, despite the fact that it does have, how shall we say, some problems with it. But what show doesn't? There is, the again, the noble idiocy. But it's not really noble idiocy because, like, yeah, she does go away for a year, but you can tell they still like email and video. Yeah, it's more like yeah. just for. So it's just more like she's she's going to long distance relationship. Yeah, like yeah. it's just a long distance relationship. That's fine. It's it's really when they don't contact each other that we all just go like. It's just like they they do say they're gonna go. Uh, pre warning for those who haven't seen it: if uh you are scared of ghosts, there are ghosts. It, the title is not misleading. No. And uh, and if you don't like violent things, there is some violence. So it also may not be the best drama to have your younger kids watch. Yeah, it gets yeah. a little spicy. Um, not like spicy, spicy, but like. But a little bit more than like. Your yeah, than like a little thumb. kid. Yeah, kid. You know, they'd have questions, but like <laughs> teens, would, it would be fine for like you know, like I'd say thirteen and up. There's nothing. <laughs> It's like real PG-13 stuff. Like, it's not... She mostly is just like, yeah, I really want to have sex with you. And he's like, oh, my poor virgin Christian penis. No. (laughs) I I love that, like, Korean, like, mythology that they have that girls who die virgins become, like, angry ghosts. 
And I'm just like, you know, guys, sex is not that great. Like, I mean, it's good. Yeah, I love, but I love, like, it's concept. not like I mean, kick me out of heaven good. Like, yeah, I, I always love this concept that, like, somehow, like, women are intrinsically changed by sex. Like, no, it's, it's okay. Like, it's it's pretty fun, but, like, it's not going to alter your entire being. <laughs> like, chill out. Into the light until I've, I've had sex. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. Listen, I died so thirsty that, <laughs> like, I just need a Disney little bit. To be fair, Silgi's character in this, she's like, pretty and she's, she's amazing in it. She's, she's so good. So good. And you know, I gotta—I have to give Park uh, Bo Bo Young. Thank you, Park mm-hmm. Bo Young. Thank you, my own brain, thinking myself. Um, I have to give her props because she manages to play not only herself but also Sulgi. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, which is she pretty impressive, great. and she's really great. And then it has Joe Young stuck in it, and he's just—he's mm. a cutie. And it has Tanky Young in it as like the idiot sous chef, like all mm-hmm. like the there's like a real found family with all of these chefs yeah. that are like it's really adorable. There is no second male lead, so there's no like weird love triangle. Well, okay, there is a weird love triangle. But, like, <laughs> not the way you're thinking. <laughs> not the Typical love triangle. It's a pretty doomed love yeah. triangle. Let's be real. Um, there's a fun shaman. I really enjoyed it. It's like it's actually like one of my favorite dramas, like Problems and All. And I believe that it is on Netflix. So that's how I, I watched it. Yeah. Just a little quick shout out if people are really into it or interested, they should check out the K Bay podcast because yes. they dive mm-hmm. episode by episode, and they're hilarious. And we love Michael and they Robinson. are hilarious. I would podcast. watch the ep- one episode, then listen to one of their podcast episodes on the show, and then kind of go, like, vice versa. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I definitely yeah. recommend that. Don't watch it uh, or listen to it at work because people think you're weird because you're <laughs> laughing to yourself, like, almost crying because they're so funny. I have also been <laughs> so treadmill more than once listening to Michael and Robbie. <laughs> so, yeah. be forewarned. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, Jesse, what's your pick? Um, my pick is actually was a little web drama. It's actually one of my favorite dramas, even it being like this tiny little drama. It's called The Cravings. It's also on Netflix. There are two seasons of it. And it's like kind of the typical actual like food drama where its purpose was to sell the product of the show. Like so and they did it through food. Uh, so it was like an obviously like Kikuman sponsorship deal, kind of like brand ambassador type drama. And it's a uh, stars Puck Hibon, who she was in the girl group Milk, but also you might know her. She was the best friend in Just Between Lovers or just recently she was in Top Management as the Steppen CEO character. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her, uh, but I watched this years ago. But it's basically what it does is it takes these like... 10 to 15 minute little episodes and it has like a central storyline, but it's not really anything big. It's just a very like sweet little mundane, just look at the life of like a person. It doesn't do much of anything and it will set up the storyline, how she will, maybe she comes home from work after a stressful day and her friend's going to come over And so then she only has a couple minutes to make something. So she just makes whatever she has in the fridge. And that's the end of the episode. So it's a very like, just a look, 
glimpse in someone's life and it doesn't have anything like super major story wise or like something grand that happens. Uh, And then after the episode during the credits, she'll come on and she'll like properly give the recipe. So she'll give like all the like, you know, actual information and how the creation was made because sometimes they don't show it in the episodes. Like it's kind of just like with a plate. That's really it's cool. a really like just kind of sweet, just easy to watch show um, that does just like take different scenarios. And like it's literally like someone just like going in and like, oh, you have this and this and this. I'll make this little like side dish that we can have with our beer while we talk about boys or, you know, she moves into a new place. So she eats Jajaman, um, the black bean noodles and that sort of thing. Super easy to go through because it's so short and it's on Netflix. So it's easy to watch. I just really like enjoyed it. It's like kind of one of my favorite dramas that I watched just because it was just like this nice little glimpse with food. And you like knew it was like product sponsored, but it didn't infringe upon what the show was going for, which was the food was the central mm-hmm. part of it. So mm-hmm. it's like a nice, it. a nice little feel good. Yeah. Drama to just pick, just pick up a bad week. Yeah. And just a little chill, little drama. You can blow through it really fast and easy. And it's just, you don't have to like invest a lot into it. It's just there and being sweet. My favorite, I think, I don't know. I like food dramas. So watched a few of them. They're, Heads up, not good for the treadmill or working out. <laughs> not a good plan. Like, I was watching uh, the first season of Let's Eat, and I was only watching it when I was at the, at the gym on the treadmill. And I was so hungry all the time. I was like, this is not good. Like, it's, it's yeah. But I would say um, my favorite is actually one of my favorites from this year so far. It's called Best Chicken. And not a lot of people seem to have watched it, but... It was just really enjoyable. It was cute and sweet and a male lead who is like a nice guy and not a jerk and not like sexist or whatever. And um, and, that's, and you'd be surprised how rare that actually is. <laughs> like, it's actually really frustrating to be like, yeah, these male leads are the worst. Super, like the whole concept is that this girl is a webtoon design drawer like writer and and she's an artist and um somebody steals her concept and her like her mentor steals her concept and it just throws her into a tailspin and she quits and her grandfather owns this bathhouse and she goes and starts running the bathhouse but she runs it really crappily and her grandfather is sick of her being lazy and and you know not living her life so he decides to sell the bathhouse and he I think he actually leases it out to this guy who has been working in an office in a corporation you know he's got a good job quotation marks like it's you know fine it's got stability and everything but he hates it and he hates his life and he just loves to cook and he loves fried chicken he loves to cook fried chicken so he goes and gets this lease for the bathhouse and she like has the apartment upstairs and she like barricades herself into it. And it's like, I'm not coming out and I'm not giving you my place and like, forget it. And her grandfather's like, I don't care. Like I rented it too bad. The guy who rents it, he converts it into a restaurant, but it's kind of neat. Cause he like keeps a lot of the bathhouse elements to it. So like 
it's still got like the tile and the floors and like you can tell where the like tub used to be kind of thing and stuff and the like so people kind of like the sort of hipster vibe of it he takes it as part of his lease that he needs to like help this girl to like become better and so it's interesting because she's so jaded and she's so angry and it's her whole perspective is I'm going to sabotage this and destroy it so I can just go back to running a bathhouse and living my life you know off the grid kind of thing but like his eternal optimism starts to like rub off on her so like she's her friends will like plan things to like help her sabotage and then she feels bad because he's so nice she's like I just fine I'll just fix things so that it, it all works out in the end and it's super cute and and I was so hungry all the time. Like, I just wanted to have, like, chicken wings and beer all the time while I was watching that's like was... That's, like, the mark of, like, a successful food drama. Oh, if yes. while you're watching it, you're like, oh, I really oh, want that. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, there's a whole couple episodes where it's, like, he wants to go on this competition, televised competition, where you taste all these different fried chickens and tell which restaurant they're from so they just like get takeout night after night for like a month just so that they can memorize what the different tastes of the different restaurants and they're just eating constantly and you're just like okay stop now (laughs) but it's very cute and it's short I think it was like 10 or 12 episodes and didn't go too long there wasn't too much drama like there wasn't a lot of heavy separation and there wasn't you know stuff happens and things happen but like all in all people seem pretty supportive there was a little bit of like mom drama where his like mother basically decides that she wants she hates this and she wants him to go back to his company so she opens she steals his chicken recipe and opens a restaurant around the corner take him down and you're like that's not good mothering also, that seems like a lot of work. Like, I feel like there could be easier ways to, like, just, like, set the chicken place on fire. That would be a quicker way to sabotage him. There were, there would be other shortcuts. Yeah. That's kind of the thing is that, like, she, um, she was a single mother raising two boys and working in a restaurant. And so he has these very fond memories of being a kid in the restaurant. And she's going... It was horrible and it's a lot of work. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. And so she's trying to like destroy it by opening her own restaurant, but it kind of, she realizes it's fun. Like she likes having a purpose and having a Mm -hmm. job and having a, like, it's kind of neat to see her growth there too. And, um, and there's like the friends in the neighborhood and there's a brother and they're like, so there's some found family and there's some, real family and there's romance and there's like goofy cuteness too. Like the grandfather loves that it's a restaurant now. So like he throws in as part of the lease that he buys like a giant rooster like statue and puts it on the roof of the building. So that you're like, and then once in a while, like the rooster statue will like wink at the camera and stuff. Like you just, so it's, it's just goofy. It's lighthearted fun. It's cute. And I was hungry all the time. So (laughs) (laughs) did its job all right so if you want to hear our secondary recommendations for food drama stuff 
y'all head over to Coffee because we got some special background stuff on there. You know, you can donate what you can, and then you get full access to just amazing behind-the-scenes nonsense from all of us. <laughs> also coming up uh, very soon, the epic, the epic <laughs> watching of the first episode of Boys Over Flowers with our commentary is coming soon. And by soon, I mean next week? Next yeah. week. Next week. Coming, well, th- this week, because... But you're <laughs> next week for our recording. <laughs> for, yeah, next week for, for when we're recording, but this week for when you're listening. So, that's book coming club, soon. Book Club is coming out. And so Book Club is coming out very soon. June is ending, I know. It's, it's crazy. But so fast. Yeah. So early July, we're going to be starting our book club with the first book, uh, Dragon Pearl. This is your but warning. Read. Yoon Ha Lee, you still got time to read it. Like, it's not a, 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 it's not a super long epic. book. So. Like, you can get through it. Like, you just mm-hmm. believe in yourself. And then come on down and uh, join us for the book club. Uh, other than that, I think it's time for us to go feed ourselves because we've made ourselves hungry thinking about all of these food-based dramas. Yeah. So until next time, stay frosty and enjoy some delicious kimchi. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.